Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. We're going to have some fun tonight because the heads of the Paper Football League, Glenn Patrick and Pam Brand, join us to tell us all about the PFL, Paper Football League, taking paper football to an official new era with new rules, game boards, weighted paper footballs, and more. Coming to a Paper Football League near you, Glenn and Pam are here to tell us all about it, coming up in just a moment. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. Your host, Darren Hayes, is podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So as we come out of the tunnel of the Sports History Network, let's take the field and go no huddle through the portal of positive gridiron history with pigskindispatch.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of pigskindispatch.com. Welcome once again to the Pigpen, your portal to positive football history and a portal to everything fun about football. And what could be more fun than on a rainy day when there's maybe just two people and you love to have a little bit of football involvement playing a game of paper football. You know that old game that you do of folding a piece of football origami, sliding it across a table, trying to score, kicking for points, you know, some of the features of the game of football that we love. Well, what if we tell you we have some folks that took this to a whole new level? They are Glenn Patrick and Pam Brandt, and they join us today to tell us about the Paper Football League. Glenn and Pam, welcome to the Pigpen. Thank you. Thank you. Why don't you uh, folks take turns and tell us about you, uh, your football fandom, and how you get to the point of uh, starting a league of paper football. I really became a big football fan probably about 10 years ago, and I took on the Green Bay Packers as my team because they have the G, so we're Glenn. There you go. <laughs> you know, we have the Bears rivalry around here. I, I don't understand that because the Vikings seem to be our biggest rival every year. So, but around here, we have the fun of making fun of the Bears players, make fun of Green Bay players. We, you know, we do it in open jest. And when it came to time, I, I don't know if you got our, uh, the introduction letter, but it basically is my grandchildren were going to be coming up and staying a week. So I wanted to give them an idea of something from my past that would keep them off of their iPads and their phones long enough to get to know each other. And that's when, that's when we birthed the PFL. Because they come up from Alabama. So when, when he does get to see them, sometimes there's a couple of years, two or three years in between them you know, between the time they see them. And it's it's like they know it's grandpa, but they're also like, I don't really remember. I remember you, but it's been so long. That hesitancy that kids have sometimes when they don't get to see you frequently. So, And their personalities change so often over the years. Yes. So. 
So, so you established a connection with this game of a uh, little bit of paper origami and uh, a flat surface that uh, connects you yeah. to them, and they remember Grandpa for that. Oh, yeah. Plus, yeah. you know, I get to show them a little bit of what we did in the past, and I found that they enjoyed the game enough to whenever I would come home while they were here, they'd have the football in hand waiting to play. They'd greet, they'd all run to the door to greet him and go, are you ready for some football? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Now, I, I know, uh, you know, when I was a kid, you know, we played it quite a bit at the lunch table in school. Of course, you know, uh, drive teachers crazy because, uh, you know, poke somebody in the eye or something. You know how that is. You'll put your eye out type of thing from yes, Christmas yes. story. So, uh, but one of the things that we always had contention, you know, some 40 years ago when I used to play it is, uh, you know, what size the football should be? Is there, do you have like a standard size? We do. We do. Okay. Tell us about it. We actually have an official weight for our paper football. So we use a specific paper and um, we have a a, a print that goes on it so that it looks like a pigskin. And so, yeah, that's our, you don't have one here. They're out, they're out in the car because we just had a, 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 a league the other day so um but yeah so each time the paper and the print they're they're exactly the same weight so once so it's consistency up, each one of the each one of the balls weigh the exact same official weight yeah okay so so when somebody uh starts a league and i mm-hmm. guess maybe maybe let's let's go back a little bit why don't you tell us about how what people can expect to start a league you know what they yeah would... so he created the game, and when uh, the way that it allowed the kids, you know, the the nostalgia for him was just, I mean, priceless. He was a kid again, right? What adult doesn't love to be a kid again? Right. Um, but the kids, what what we saw happen with the kids is that all of a sudden their personalities came out. We saw the introvert, the extrovert, the thinker, the the one that just jumps impulsively, you know? And and so we got to see a lot of their personality characteristics come out when we were playing this game. And I thought, wow, how amazing is it that a game can do that and connect people like that and get you to know people and and get people to open up. Um, So we started playing with our friends and then um, we created, so the table that he created it actually has a textured surface, so it's not smooth. So when you go to flick the, when you go to do the field goal and the extra point, and, and you go to flick it, you can actually lean the football back a little bit to get that arc, as opposed to having it slide out from under you like we got used to doing at the cafeteria table, right? Right, right. Our gridiron doesn't have end zones because in paper football you have to get it over the edge without falling off, so you can't have anything after the goal line. So the goal line is the actual end of the football table. So that, that's actually going back in football history. There were, there was actually a football fields without end zones. So that that's exactly. So that's, that's great. That yeah. Takes us back. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And Larry, you know, I, I gotta say, you know, we did our research to Larry by now. Okay. okay. From all the research I can find, he is, the one who invented paper football. He's known as the godfather of paper football in 1966. So, and we took that game we played of his and we just expanded on it. 
So everybody's used to that one push to try and get across the table. Well, now we've got full NFL roles on it. So we've okay. been able to expand it that much. So even the people that played the game back in the day, now whenever they whenever they come up, because we do free play nights just to get awareness out for it. And we have people that play, they're like, I've never played it this way before. I go, that's the whole idea. So instead of a kickoff, we have a flick off where you hang it over the edge of the table and you flick it up. You can't shove it. No pushing allowed in this game. You actually have to flick it up off the table and have it land on your opponent's side. Your opponent then has four downs to march down the field and get that ball over the goal line. So if somebody on your table there looks like you have yard markers on her. So if the yep. if the flick off lands at let's say the opposing 30 yard line, they have four attempts from the 30 yard line to start to yes. try to yes. make the ball cross the, the goal line mm-hmm. without falling or off. If you have a bad flick and it lands on your own 10 yard line, yeah, they've still got four down. downs. <laughs> oh, you got you got 90 yards to go on that one, huh? Oh boy. Oh, no, you only got 10. No, then. They, yeah, sometimes people get off the end of the table. And it may only land here. Oh my goodness! Okay, so oh, it's, hurt, a bad, so it's a bad. It's a bad play. It happens. It happens, especially if they if they're not careful and they hit the table instead of the ball. So, <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's the equalizer of the game, right? Every, a, a bad flick off can take a really great player and give advantage to his opponent. Wow! Very interesting. Okay. Yeah. So once you do the once you have the flick off. Um, and in the flick off, if it goes off the table at any point, it's automatically considered a touchback. So if it goes off the table, it goes to the 25 yard line, and that's where your opponent will start their four downs. All right. Interesting. Okay. okay. Because then again, it brings equalization to people, especially with kids and everyone else playing, older people playing. It it allows it to be more on an equal. It's, plane. Really, it's an equalizer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then during the four downs, if it goes off the sides of the table, it's an incomplete pass. If it goes off the end of the table, it's also a complete incomplete Mm -hmm. pass, but your opponent has the opportunity to catch it. If they catch it, it's an interception, and then they take over possession on their 25 and they take their four downs. Wow, that's an interesting twist. Okay. It is. is. Yeah. So it keeps the game moving. And it's very fast paced. Not only is it fast paced in that manner, but then we also added a game clock to it. So each quarter is three minutes long. And our clock never stops. And the clock doesn't stop for anything. So if, you know, although we have had, we have had to stop the clock and, and penalize someone for delay of game for excessive celebration. Yeah. He got the the interception in a tournament and did a lap around the whole backyard. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) Wow. So we do have some penalties. But you do Um, have NFL rules. That's for. (laughs) We do. Yeah. Yeah. You also have, you know, once you get the touchdown, um, you can go for the extra point, which is the flick into the field goal, or you can take the two point conversion, which is one flick from the 10 yard line. Okay. And again, it has yeah, to go over the edge and without falling off. So without so, falling off. Okay. So speaking about the goalposts, I see, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm seeing video. Our, our listeners are only hearing us. Uh, you have oh, okay. a little 
like it looks like plastic goalposts that are probably nope. like, oh, they're metal. They're metal. Oh, they're metal. Okay. So how what's the distance between the uprights on those? Uh seven and a quarter inches. Okay. So you know, back in the day, you and at the lunch table, you had your sort of put your fingers together with your thumbs up, and that was the, mm-hmm. the goalpost. We do it like this, and that's what I measured it off. Okay, of. okay, so that's off your thumbs <laughs> yeah. together. Okay, gotcha. Oh yeah, gotcha. Yeah. All right, that that's very cool. Now, I guess another uh, maybe this is something that you guys have addressed. I know my friends, and you're talking about the 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 you know, kicking it for points. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people would put it at the triangle. It's it's an isosceles triangle in the paper. It's folded mm-hmm. you know, two, two equal sides and one's the hypotenuse being a little bit longer. Um, yes. Now, my most people would take and put the one of the uh, put the long you'd be kicking from the long side of the triangle. Mm-hmm. That's, so what I did is I would put the short side point down with the with the sort of. Uh, the face of the football facing the goalpost and I would kick it that way. So I had less football up in the air and I would, yes. I would kick that. Now, is that a legal kick that I did or is that? Well, I've been trying to originally it was, there was just the one on the one corner, the point going toward the field goal. And then you kick on the long flat, but there's different kicking styles or flicking styles for different players. So what I've done is we've amended the rule to however they kick, whether you're wearing a shoe or you're the barefoot kicker, it's your style. Okay. I allow them to decide what is the best way for them. Some people flick it this way. Yes. Some people flick it this way. (laughs) That that, that last one's the way that I always did it. And it drove my friends crazy. I say, you can't do it that way. I'm like, I, you know, I felt I had more control over the the football that way because I had less yeah. football up and off the table. But as my our own preference, thumb, our rule of thumb and the ruling on that is that one cord, one at least one corner has to be on the table, the table surface. Okay, so you couldn't do it on a flat side if somebody chose to do that. Well, you'd still have a corner on the table. Oh, okay, okay. So you could. <laughs> I don't know what the advantage would be to that, but <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. No, I. I decided from watching all the different players that we have and their different kicking styles yeah i i don't want to um handicap somebody because that's the style of that they're able to do i don't want to make them learn a whole different way so however they kick they flick they flick yeah for the field goal very interesting we also have um we also have the added benefit of the field goal so if on your fourth down, you're down towards the end of the goal and you don't think you're going to get the touchdown, you have to be past your third, uh, past your opponent's 30 okay. yard line or at it. And then you have the option for a field goal. We mark the line of scrimmage and then you go for the field goal. If you make it, you get the points awarded and take flick off or you if go, you the ball goes back to your line of scrimmage. And the other player starts their four downs. All right. So you get the field goal aspect of it too. And we had we had a we had done a tournament for an athletic um, department, and uh, local high school here. And uh, the the one guy that's all he he'd get it down past thirty and then take his field goal, uh, but he scored every time. So he had 
he had the kick, you yeah. know, he had the right flick. He learned how to play ball. them odds to get more scoring points. 72 years old and got second place in the tournament. So, <laughs> wow. Okay. So 72 years old. So, so what's sort of the, the average range of people that are playing? You have 72 years old at the, the high end, I assume. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Our biggest um, target graphic right now is from 23 to 54. Okay, so that's that's your main your average that's, of that's the main yeah, that's people the main. coming okay. in to play. Yeah. And you got some older, you got some younger outside of that. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah, we have a lot more older people than younger people outside of that realm. But yeah, <laughs> well, I think you probably alluded to it earlier. The the video game generation they're not used to uh, you know hands on activities like like right is that we you know we did you know you're, yeah you, you can't yeah. play outside you find games inside that you can do. Exactly. With something moving. I've had people ask me, well, can we make this into an app? And I'm like, no. This is a physical game you you play. An app is not, it defeats the whole purpose of the game. (laughs) Right. Now, do you have, is there any way that somebody... Like okay, you 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 folks are from the Midwest. I'm from Western yeah. Pennsylvania, so we're you know the if we wanted to play a game, is there a way to play it online where you could have like a camera on a table and do something like that? Is that something so that works? What we what we do right now, we're just locally here in Indiana. Okay, um, we Getting actually had up. to stop for about a year because our attorneys made us because we were going for our patent. Now that's been filed and taken care of and everything is good again. We finally have been allowed to go back out and start sharing our game with everyone. Um, And so our goal is we're setting up our business model here locally. And then our goal is to actually set it up as a franchise to different cities. Franchise or partnership. Yeah. So, so these, so, People that would, if they would want to run a league and everything, they would get the tables and all the supplies from us and they would run it our way. You can start at one location or you can get five or six different locations. Then you can have inner city tournaments. And then we will be also going around having national tournaments in different states and locations for the great playoffs and Super Bowl at the end at the end within a year so that's going to start next year we're just getting word out right now and and uh getting people familiar with how to play because it's so different what i need to do is i need to find at least one person in every city that wants to take on running a league gotcha that way i can't be everywhere every week we're amazing people, but we just are not that amazing. You can't, you, you can't clone yourselves yet, right? That's that's that's. So if I can get one person from every city to start a league, okay. Not only do they get the adult leagues, the bar leagues, but even the juvenile leagues, um, school clubs, school clubs, and we've had a really big interest come in from college. college uh, okay. Uh, college kids are wanting to take it to their college next fall and start, and start clubs. clubs and start the collegiate um football club leagues wow yeah. that, that's pretty cool now is there like a, a home edition like if somebody wanted to buy it for their home and just have family yes, game night and yes we're yeah. working on getting production up on that right now okay yep. 
Yeah, we're we're in the process of setting up mass production. We're hoping to have production and have products for sale by the end of this year. Because I'm sure that could spawn things if you're playing it at home with the with the family and everything, and your brothers and sisters when you go yeah. off to college or you become an adult and you say, "Hey, I used, you know I want to play that," you know, at my local yeah. Uh, yeah. drinking hole or college or wherever the leagues are. We've been, yeah, we've been compared to cornhole and beer the pong as the, the new cornhole. This is the new cornhole, but what we like about it is that here at PFL, everyone can be a flicking athlete. <laughs> I like that motto. It's you gotta be careful the way you say that, but that's that's (laughs) you know we always get a good response. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'll bet, I'll bet. Now you know, I'm glad you said beer pong because I was sitting here thinking when you said this people wanted to take it to college. You know, I Mm -hmm. it's been a few years since I've been in college, but I know what my friends in college and I probably would have done. It would have been, you know, you score a touchdown, you you take a drink or something like that. I'm sure there's probably gonna be variations of that, and you guys are probably all right with that. What you don't know is not gonna hurt you. Right, yeah, we're we're sure there will be. When we set up these uh, college leagues, okay, the collegiate league, uh, they're going to be, we're going to try and get them to where they're very serious about the collegiate league. Yeah, Um, it's it's a very highly competitive game, believe it or not. With that time frame, even though it's, you know, it's three minutes per quarter, 12 minutes a game. And when that as that clock is ticking and people are flicking their first down, second down, third down, fourth down, you know, it it goes so fast that it gives it it gives the bars and it gives everyone else an opportunity to have you not drink for 12 minutes. (laughs) Right. Right. So. So, okay, how many um, with three minute quarters, how many does. Is that enough time for each person to get a possession in, or is it go, go yes. beyond that? What's Quite sort of your few. average on that? Oh, yeah. Quite a few. Um, um, now, I'm one of, when I play, I'm considered one of the pro players. That means um, make over 70. I make over 70, 70 plus points per game. Wow. Okay. And yeah, I get mad if I don't get it. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> um, but on, on average, when somebody first starting out or playing the game, their scores are more like around uh, 24. And then as they play a little bit, then they're in the 40s. And then the more they play, the better off they get. And the faster they get. And the more we've had people, we do these free play nights where we go to locations and set up and and offer people the opportunity to play the game against their friends and family and stuff so that we can share with them how to play it and we referee the games. And so while we're doing that, it's so funny because they'll um they'll start playing and and we go to these places and one guy was like, "I want to play, I want to play." And the guy that was with him, he's like, "No, I got my keys in my hand. I'm ready to go home. Let's just go." And I'm like, how about if we meet somewhere in the middle? You can just play one quarter. It's three minutes long. That's it. And and then you guys can be on your way. And then you'll both be happy. And they were like, okay, 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 I'll do it. Well, the guy who wanted to leave stood his ground and was not moving from that table until the game was over after the first quarter. <laughs> oh, gee. He got hooked. Now you set the hook in him. It's yeah, addictive. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it, it sparks up the competitiveness. I'll bet. I'll bet. Oh, yeah. Now, if I could ask a question, what, what, 
the playing surface that you have there? Is that like a wood surface? Is it metal? I mean, what? It is a wood surface. Okay. Now, is yeah. there is there rules against? Okay, let's say somebody decides they're going to put some furniture polish or something that makes it, you know, mm. cleaner. Is there, is there a special? Nothing that. that'll make it more glossy or anything that. No, you don't do anything. If anything, you just wipe it down with water. Yep. Okay. So just you have water. rules against that. Is what I'm saying. Somebody sure. could be slick oh, yeah, they yeah, to play yeah. a faster game or something to make it more yeah. slick no. okay because no. uh, you know it, it's not about i mean there's there's tricks of the trade and you know what you'll you'll find when you play you'll find the strategies you know some people like kicking it off the table to make the person walk to get it because then it eats up the time because they're winning and they want to slow it down so glenn can't score 70 points Right. Some people, <laughs> some people will just barely flick the flick off because they know that if it's so close to, to the edge of the, 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 the their oh, opponent, it doesn't have a short game. So they know that if they just give them a short flick, they're more likely to get the interception and turn the ball around real quick. So there, you know, there's like all sorts of these little tricks of the trade that people are coming up with in their strategies. That are there's a lot of different strategies you play it fast or you play it slow okay yeah. all right well very good well why don't you uh share with information uh and we'll, we'll also post this in the show notes of this podcast so so folks if you're driving and listening or at the gym working out you don't have a pen or pencil you'll have it in the show notes but we'll have glenn and pam tell us you know how people can get some more information on getting a kit or getting a league started uh with paper football so oh yeah. go ahead they can contact us on uh, Facebook with our Facebook group. We just have a Facebook group called Paper Football League, and you'll see the big PFL triangle on the top there, um, on the on the header of it. It's a big purple uh, paper football with PFL. Well, it looks folks. purple, but it's actually brown and oh, bumpy. brown. Okay, it looks purple. <laughs> like okay, a pig skin texture. Yeah, a pig oh, yeah, skin texture. Good. Okay, okay, it looks yeah. purple on my screen. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Bad lighting. No, you can't. No, that looks worse, Pam. <laughs> That's what it I looks can like. see the texture. That looks okay. like a down Yeah, okay. <laughs> but it's brown. <laughs> um, yeah. It's... And they can they can direct message us there, or they can send us an email at pflpaperfootballleague at gmail.com. Okay, very good. Well, Pam and Glenn, we really appreciate you coming on here, telling us about this uh, great game. And uh, is there something you wanted to add, Glenn? Well, I was going to say, if ever we run into each other, I want to play you again. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I, I don't know if I'd get 70 points in 12 minutes like you can, but uh, sure, I'd, I'd be up and up, up for that, most definitely. Well, I give all the way, I give all the hints and tips away on our yeah. on our Facebook. Plus, whenever I start playing, I'll give you all the hints and tips before He'll I give you suggestions up. all the time. He always well, wants to help other people. And I give you practice. Okay. Well, it's, a, it's, it's a great way to bring ba bring back the community. You know, not only are you are, are you starting with the friends and the family, but our, our our motto is you know our mission statement is to unite the community and strengthen the community one game at a time. Yeah, not that's enough it. people know their neighbors anymore. That's true. You know, that's it's, true. It's so about time we got out there and met our neighbors, and you get a, a good face to face meeting with them across the table. So that's, yeah, that's good. And what's great is that you can play somebody you don't really know and you can get a read on their personality. I, I mean, being in sales, I think we have found that to be, you know, that 
getting to know someone when you're sitting down to do business with them is, is sometimes kind of tricky and, and you really have to navigate sometimes carefully, but you play them a game of paper football and you know, right on where they're at. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's kind for of sure. a great. <laughs> well, you know, people's, we, we set, we start playing a game as strangers, but by the time we're done that evening, we're friends. Yeah. So well, that's a beautiful that's one thing. Of the great things about what we do. I make a lot of new friends every time we go out and play. Oh yeah. Well, that's a great concept and it's a great ending to to a game of uh, football that we all love and do and just look at another way of playing it and enjoying the game and spending time with friends and making new friends. That's always a great thing. So, oh, yeah. so Pam, Pam and Glenn, we really appreciate you coming on here, sharing your story, sharing your game and uh, information on how to start these leagues and uh, make new friends and keep the old ones. So we appreciate your time and uh, good luck for you. We're glad Thank you had you. us on here. Thank you very much. Check us out on Facebook. That's all the football history we have today, folks. Join us back tomorrow for more of your football history. We invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleet Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, football fans. This is Ross, the host of the Pigskin Tales podcast. I just need a few moments of your time to talk about the host of the Pigskin Dispatch podcast, Darren Hayes. He's expanded the pig pen to search out information on the history of all team sports. It's a quest to find out about the competitors, teams, and places chronicled throughout athletic history through the uniforms and gear the participants used and wore. And he is taking you, the listener, with him on this educational journey to preserve sports history on the Sports Jersey Dispatch, found here on the Sports History Network. His newest podcast, called Jersey Dispatch, is all based on the jerseys that all the greats used to wear. You can find Darren Hayes and the Pigskin Dispatch podcast, as well as Jersey Dispatch, on your favorite podcast provider multiple times each week. So remember that, Darren Hayes, the host of the Pigskin Dispatch and Jersey Dispatch podcasts. It's found right here on the Sports History Network.